progress. Hey everybody, Christine here. I am bringing you this video today to go over what I talked about Wednesday evening, um, April 6th, uh, which was my monthly motivation about blocks in your spiritual growth and how to move past them. Uh, we had a great night talking about different things and what we feel blocks us from moving forward. Um, and, you know, I know a lot of people can't always make it um, either, you know, for whatever commitments that they have or things. So, you know, I, I think bringing it by video to you so you can catch up and look at it whenever you want is a great idea. You know, I take it from spirit that this is what they wanted me to do. So I'm doing it. Um, so tonight we are going to talk about uh, blocks in your spiritual growth. And, you know, many people um, are pursuing a spiritual path these days, you know, and then you probably, you know, of course, had your fair shares of ups and downs along the way. And, you know, and many people start a spiritual journey in order to overcome any challenges that they faced in their life. Um, but those who stick to it do so with a greater sense of purpose and a calling. You know, there's many people who go, oh, I want to be spiritual. It seems like a much better life, but they're not willing to do everything to it. So they don't seem as motivated or determined to get to that point. Um, somewhere along the way, it's easy to get lost, of course, in the process and forget to take a step back and, and see the journey. And this is what I want everyone to understand is it is a journey to be on your spiritual path. It is not something you just open a book, read a chapter or two, take a test, and then you're spiritual. You know, it's spirituality is it's a part of life it's a part of who you are it's a part of how you do things how you live your life how you make your decisions um, about who you connect with spirituality is a sense of heart-centeredness that feels good to you so personally for me my spirituality is all about my heart center it's about connecting with god the divine spirit um, my angels love my angels um, and you know being kind having compassion and all those great things not really connecting myself to any specific religious background um, or any rules or regulations of spiritual um, or religious backgrounds um, I take a little bit of everything from everywhere you know I do believe in God I believe in Jesus and Mother Mary and a lot of, of those figures that have brought so much to our history um, and, and, and such so I want to talk to you a little bit about what spirituality means to you and what it can mean for you and what may be blocking you from getting to where you are so everybody's journey again is different Everybody has their own belief systems. Some people prefer to be religious. Some people prefer to be spiritual. Some people will actually do a little bit of both. They still go to church, whatever church that may be, and still have some spiritual connectedness to that. And whatever works for you is where you want to be. So first obstacle is believing that you're not worthy. Sometimes when people talk about spirituality, they think of it in a sense of Buddha or the monks, or Jesus Christ himself, or Abraham, or Muhammad, or any of those highly religious figures. You know, to be spiritual does not mean being that, okay? Um, what happens is you don't have to spend decades and decades and a lifetime of bringing awareness to people and, you know, um, you know, talking about their, your religion or your spirituality 
it's it's a personal individual thing for you you know so no you don't have to be jesus you don't have to be buddha you don't have to be muhammad or any of those figures you just have to be you and you need to follow your heart and what makes you feel good okay so to be spiritual you don't have to spend like i said decades in a monastery you don't have to become a reverend or a minister or a priest or anything like that when you learn to trust in your inner guidance um, that's when you stop questioning your worthiness and then you start living a more spiritual life uh, next thing is thinking you must be or do something that you're not and again this all stems around doing what feels good to you and what sits right in your heart um, a lot of people have this obstacle um, which enlightenment is the idea that you have to do something to earn your growth or enlightenment is not an achievement it's a realization you know it is an awakening um, it, nobody's going to give you an award and say yeah you did it you know again this is a lifelong path a lifelong journey so it is at a point of awareness and you learn to adopt that through your personal self it's not something that you must do with your physical self it's heart-centered it's emotional it's mental it's spiritual it's all of the above um so that's the essence of true growth next thing is something i run into a lot with a lot of students or some students maybe you know some clients um people i've talked to is failing to apply what they learn you know the true the the true essence of growth and spirituality is applying what you've learned um we often have this tendency uh, to learn things, you know, like I was saying, academically. And before we attempt to apply them in our lives, we, we strive to understand things. But logically, the core tenets of what it means to be spiritual and what we forget that spirituality begins with action. Okay? And instead, we wait and we wait and we just do one more thing and, you know, let's, you know, let's learn some more. So you have... You have two different types of people. You have the ones that don't want to apply what they learn and just go do it without knowing everything. And then you have the ones who don't trust themselves enough and continue to keep learning and reading and learning and reading and learning and reading until they think they're ready, you know, and they never believe they're ready. So instead, take what you've learned, apply what you've learned, practice what you've learned, whether it's just for yourself or if it's for yourself and for other people. You know, like I tell my, my, my students who, who learn Reiki, when you're done with your first class, I want you to go out and practice on as many people as you can. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect in your healing, but as long as you're working on yourself while you practice on other people, you're moving forward and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And when the time comes and you'll know when that time is, that's when you'll take your Reiki to the next level and apply it more so outside. Um, just when you think you've done it all. Lastly, a major obstacle to spirituality is the belief that you've already done it and you've already understand it. And of course, this may sound like it contradicts the earlier point about not needing to do anything further. But the idea here is that we have a tendency to rest on past accomplishments. We believe that we've already gone as far as we can. And in fact, it may be as simple as, re as being in resting point. Um, just before our next big revelation, we think, oh, okay, I'm done, and we stop. When you learn a little bit about something, you believe that you're an expert. And I've had people tell me this. 
I've had people go, oh, I've been meditating for, say, I don't know, six months. And it's like, okay, six months, that's good. That's a good start. You say, oh, no, it's six months of meditation. I should be in a spiritual awareness. And I'm like, not quite, you know. I says, you know, it takes a little bit longer than six months. I've been doing this for 16 years, and I still have to work on myself every day. I still meditate every day. I still do Reiki on myself every day. And I still, every day, will do my best to be positive, to be uplifting, to be kind and caring. You know, and follow my intuition and follow my dreams and my goals and, you know, do what I can for other people when they're in need. You know, so it's a daily work, daily work. I think I work more at that than I do my job. <laughs> so when you learn a little a little bit about something, you know, don't believe that already you're an expert. You got to keep learning, okay? Um, it takes time. It really does. So do your thing. Like I was saying before, you know, like I tell my students, practice on you, practice on others. And then when you're really feeling good about yourself and you know you're ready, and you'll, like I said, you'll know you're ready. That spirit will nudge you. You'll feel that nudge, whatever it is. And you'll know it's time to take it and move it on to the next level. So thus, many spiritual paths talk about the importance for, of the beginner's mind. When you understand this, you realize that even after you know you've had a spiritual awakening, uh, you treat each moment with a fresh perspective. You know, and we see what further growth that you can realize. And it's true because I've noticed even with myself, many, I've had many awakenings along these 16 years where it's not like an aha moment, but it's kind of like an awareness of something new. Like I remember when I finally reached the point of having this awareness of, you know what, I'm going to stop getting mad at things I can't control. I'm going to stop judging what I don't know. Um, I'm just going to look at things with a different perspective. And it was just amazing how it came to me that I felt this way, you know? And it's it's really refreshing, it really is. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm just like everybody else, I'm a human being. So I have the occasional judgment that might come out or, you know, get mad at something and try to control and then I have to remember, no, no, step back, you can't control this, let it be, you know? But for the most part, I just look at everything so much differently and it just makes life a lot easier. It truly does. Makes it more positive as well. So what is a spiritual journal? Spiritual journey. The first point to clarify is what exactly you mean when you talk about a spiritual journey. To some people, spiritual journey is a specific religious experience, like I was talking about earlier, or rite of passage. Why others in another worldly out-of-body experiences or even, even some people who take a hallucinogenic to go on a trip, um, there's different journeys you can go on. And of course, I was telling you about myself. Um, and I consider that all, all of life to be part of my journey. You know, like I said, I mean, I've had so many different things happen to me in my life, good, bad, and otherwise. And I've, there's been a lot of growth. And that is my journey. So the next part is, is understanding what is an enlightenment. So one key aspect that comes with defining your spiritual journey is to understand what is meant by enlightenment. So if you're trying to reach a state of total nirvana, perched in meditation on a beautiful mountaintop, um, away from the hustle and bustle of modern life, that could be considered one thing. Or are you trying to figure out how to find peace within yourself, reduce your stress, and operate at a higher level in your life. That's where I wanna be. 
That's what I strive to do. So I like to think of enlightenment simply as operating from a state of local clarity and peace and in its highest version of who I can be, to which I constantly strive, like I said. And and I can be found simply by becoming more present in your everyday life, um, in your actions, taking time to step back, you know, live from a higher state of awareness, you know? Um, do you have to be religious to be spiritual? No, not at all. You know, a lot of people ask that. I do talk about religion versus spirituality a little bit, but some people, you know, question it. Well, do I have to have a religious background in order to be spiritual? And no, you do not. So um, another concept that, you know, like I said, gets thrown into the mix is the idea of religion. Um, And religion can be a very delicate subject for some people. Um, But many think that spirituality and religion are intertwined. And that's where I kind of stand. You know, uh, a little bit of both. Well, maybe more spiritual than religious. Um, But there are some religious aspects I do connect with. So while this can be the case for many people, I wanted to, I wanted to make it clear for you um, that this connection is always a choice, and this is something you have to choose for yourself. I can't tell you which side to be on or to be on both sides. It has to be what feels right to you. And I have to say, I think I think who said it best was Sylvia Brown, and she said, "I'm not religious. I'm spiritual, but I will take pieces from everything that feel right to me." And I always tell people, whatever I'm teaching, you take what you want and leave the rest behind. And to me, that's, I have the same, same feelings. You know, whatever you learn, whether it's from me or anywhere else, take what feels right to you and leave the rest behind. Your spirituality is your positivity. You're living life stress-free, having clarity every day. That's where you want to be. Um, so again, the point about defining what feels right to you is definitely your own path. So you can feel that. Feel that out and figure out where you want to be. So how do you become spiritually awakened? Well, once you start to understand what your spiritual journey actually is, um, then the obvious next question centers around how do you get there? Because that's always the question is how, how, how. Um, So the key clarification here is to understand that awakening simply means awareness. You can awaken in many different ways, but most of them revolve around becoming more aware of your own thoughts, your beliefs, and your actions. Um, Taking time to step back, and this is a good one. One of the best ways to increase your level of awareness is to take time to step back through the idea. There's many different breath exercises that you can use to do this, but the primary idea behind each of them is to gain a heightened perspective by taking yourself out of the details of your daily drama. When you step back, you become more receptive to the new ideas and the ways of looking at the world. This receptivity is, will prepare you for your higher level understanding and leaps of consciousness. So taking a time to step back is also about looking at how far you've already come in your spirituality. So for a lot of people say, oh, you know, I've been reading books and I've been practicing, I've been meditating, but I still don't feel like I've reached that point yet. I'm like, yeah, babe, maybe you haven't, but take a step back 
and think about when you started your journey. How long has it been? And how far have you come? That's huge. And we don't remember that sometimes. We seem to forget that piece. You know, so I always tell people, think of how long you've been on your journey and how far you've come. The awakening that you're looking for or you're expecting maybe to happen, maybe it's happened. And if it hasn't, it will. So just be patient and keep working at it. The next thing is talking, I want to talk to you about is following your joy. The second principle to note is that spirituality at its core comes down to living a vibrant, passionate, and joyful life. You can't be spiritual and have all the drama going on in your life. You can't have all this baggage going on. You can't be arguing with everybody in your household. You can't be complaining every day about your job, judging everybody you drive past. Uh, it, that's just, that's not joy. Joy is what connects you to your spiritual self, to your nirvana, to your positivity, to your heart center. So how do you start the spiritual life? So lastly, I wanted to say is one of the, un- once you understand your spiritual goals and begin the process of awakening, how can you apply these ideas to your everyday life? Well, I've written an entire post on how to become more spiritual, which goes into practical tips for daily life. Uh, but for now, I do want to briefly bring up a few main points. So one is find a path that resonates with you. First, there is a spiritual journey um, that is an individual experience, okay? And like I've said before, and there's no right way, there's no wrong way for you to become more spiritual. It's individual, okay? And as the path you choose should be unique to you. Setting your goals and understanding the different options that are available will help you to find your path and find the one that resonates with you. And that might include elements from a number of different books, religions, um, or it just might follow a single process. Okay? It feels, if it feels good to you, then it's the right path. If it feels forced, you may want to consider something else. Okay? Never let it feel forced. Never try to force anything to happen. Never try to control how it's going to happen. Just follow what feels good to you. If a book seems to feel good, pick it up and read it. If doing a certain energy work, exercise, yoga, meditation, journaling, any of it feels good to you, do it. If you feel like, well, I'm going to do yoga because everybody else is doing it and everybody else seems to have, you know, such a spiritual experience during yoga. You could go to yoga and hate it. You know, it's not for everybody. That's why you have to make it individual to you. So it doesn't matter how you get to your spiritual awakening, but as long as you work towards it, that's what matters. So, of course, spirituality now in the modern world. So the last thing I'm going to stress right here is that in my view, I aim to... um, Sorry, (laughs) the aim of spirituality is not to separate yourself from the world. While many people go through a period of inner exploration that requires them to have some degree of isolation, um, ultimately the biggest challenge is to incorporate your spiritual principles into your modern world. You want to learn to live your life in a way that you can respond well to any person or any circumstance that comes before you. Respond with compassion, 
loving kindness, and joy, and you will see a new world unfold before your eyes. This is the ultimate promise of any spiritual system. When you begin to quiet your mind, understanding what's truly important, and live from the highest version of yourself. If this goal seems worthwhile, I encourage you to check out other things, other courses or books or movies or videos or whatever you can to find one or find a few that might help you more so in the long run, you know? So there's many different things you can go with, but always know you're worthy. Always know that everybody's journey is individual, unique to yourself. Um, Everybody moves at their own pace, you know? It's not that you can't get there or you're not smart enough to get there or any of those things at all. It's got nothing to do with that. It's everybody's journey is different. So understand that, go with that, be one with that, and I wish you well, and I hope you find what you're looking for, and by all means, you can always go to Sisters' website, sistersofsolace.net, and send us an email if you want to talk to me about anything, um, or call our office for an appointment for something. But know that monthly motivation is every month and the next is in May and it is about healing the heart chakra. So I hope you will join me. And until then, I wish you all well. Have a good evening or a nice day, whatever time it is for you now. And we will talk again soon. So God bless. Thank you. Bye. Recordings.